Hello, Internet. Welcome to a Critically Accursed podcast. I am your host slash GM slash editor, Chris. <laughs> That's my name. And I'm here to do kind of like a, uh, a meet and greet to tell you what's up with the podcast, like a formal introduction. Let's go. <laughs> so if you're joining us before we've even released anything, any real episodes, the meat and potatoes of our podcast, if you're joining us now or like... I don't know, a year from when I'm recording this and when we start releasing stuff. If you're a new listener, going back to the very beginning of our podcast, I kind of hope that this helps like set the stage so you not only get a glimpse of who I am as a person, as an entity out there on the internet, but also what our podcast is, where it came from, and what we're trying to do. So strap in, get something comfortable. If you're listening to me while like working out or at your work or something, don't do that. Get uncomfortable. <laughs> but I, like, I don't know. Set yourself up for a little bit of listening. I'll keep it kind of brief. I don't want this to go on too long because I know that if it does, the chances of people listening to me severely dwindles. <laughs> what is a critically accursed podcast? You may be asking yourself. I bet you weren't, but you may be. <laughs> and the answer is probably a similar sort of answer you'd find from anyone who does a podcast, especially a tabletop podcast. It's a bunch of assholes like me who are interested in tabletop games and stories and community and friends and rolling dice and pretending to be elves or whatever. It's people like that gathered around to record themselves uh, telling a story, playing a game and having fun, <laughs> as weird as that may sound. But what's what specifically brought a Critically Accursed podcast together? What is the origin, the gritty, gritty origin story of a Critically Accursed podcast? Well, dear listeners, the answer to that question is many, many moons ago, the idea of Critically Accursed started when a friend of mine and I got together and we're like, hey... A lot of people are doing Let's Plays on YouTube. We, we, we're we allegedly funny sometimes. Really, not really, but like we could try that. So we set ourselves up with some basic recording equipment and did that for a little bit. And rumor still has it that you can find our very shitty YouTube channel still on YouTube to this day. But we started doing that. YouTube was a, and still is a dying catastrophe on the internet. Although I learned a lot about like video editing and all that crazy stuff... Our internet brands died off from there. Since then, I've gotten mingled up with some other online communities specifically involved in tabletops and actual play podcasts. The real starting point of that was when I joined, <laughs> when I was so graciously allowed to join and play in the Aeterna podcast. That was really my first expo on hands exposure to what can be done with a tabletop podcast? What does that mean? What, what does it mean to get together with some people that you find really fucking cool to make content for other people to listen to and enjoy? On top of that, around the time I joined Aeterna, I started listening to, for the first time, actual play podcasts on the internets. <laughs> and it, it came to me at a time where I really needed something different in my life to kind of uh, steer my mind away from certain things that I was falling into. The, the long and the short of it is, I was kind of in a dark place, and it really helped to have some sort of escape in terms of uh, a hobby that I know and love, tabletop RPGs. 
but with the accessibility of being able to hop online and be like, oh, yeah, this game sounds fun. Let me listen in. And it was great, and I still do that. Now I get more enjoyment out of it. It's not just escapism. There's, I, I find it great to be able to feel like I'm sitting at someone else's table, listening to their story, seeing how they interact as, like, friends. <laughs> and a feeling, although distance, um, feeling kind of included in all of that. I think anyone who plays tabletop games has experiences where you're in a game, you're running a game, and you have these really awesome moments happen. And you and your friend group, you, you talk about these particular moments, you know, every every once in a while, you know, three months later, a year later, you bring it up, you're like, oh, remember that time that uh, Gordon, the half-orc gargantuan barbarian decapitated the evil lich queen in the first round of combat while she was doing her monologue yeah that was fucking sick it like those stories or even more ludicrous stories like that stories that happen in your home game that are great with your home group those are a lot of fun and i i think they bring friend groups and tabletop groups closer together you all have these unified experiences that everyone just finds so damn awesome those particular stories I think are very much like you had to be there to really get it. You had to be at the table. You had to be playing to understand the thrill of some of these amazing tabletop stories. I think what actual play podcasts do and open the door for is being able to make these amazing storytelling moments accessible, not just to the tabletop group, not just to your immediate friends, but also to an expanded audience, to a community. And that, not necessarily firsthand, but that close-hand experience of being at the table for these moments, to allow these stories to spread, to me is incredibly interesting and important. You can play a game of D&D or whatever you're playing for a year, it could be a grand campaign, but once that campaign wraps up, it's a great tale for you and like the four other people at the table that were there with you. You'll remember that forever. But what if you and your tabletop group, you and your friend group, aren't the only ones who get to join in on that? Aren't the only ones who will remember that epic campaign for, you know, years to come? What if everyone around you, (laughs) all of your other friends, had the opportunity to partake in that experience equally? (laughs) And to share that, like joy of storytelling with you i think that in and of itself is a fantastic concept and to me storytelling it's community essentially i've spent a lot of time diving into storytelling and what makes the best story how do you set this up what what plays into the greatest amount of drama how do you keep players and characters on edge how do you test people's limits Things that make the table and storytelling interesting. You know, what goes into all of that? That's the technical side. But at the end of the day, stories are made for people to enjoy. And the more people that can enjoy a story, not necessarily the better the story is, but (laughs) I think a story's whole purpose is to bring the greatest amount of joy to the biggest audience possible. Is that always possible? Is that always the case? Probably not. But the idea that I can turn some of the tabletop games I'm running into something that someone across the country could listen to and feel like they're part of 
and get invested in. That's outstanding to me. I'm not just running a game for my four friends. I'm running a game for whoever wants to listen. I, I think that's something so incredibly fulfilling. <laughs> even if this podcast goes nowhere, even if we uh, shine bright and then burn out immediately thereafter, just just the possibility of that happening, of reaching a large audience and having a lot of people really interested in the story that I'm telling and that my players are telling. I think that's fantastic, and it's been a great experience to work on so far. In summer of 2020, we started recording Horizon, and I've been editing and learning how to edit audio and bullshit like that for months and months and months. We have this backlog of episodes all built up, and we're uh, excited to start getting this stuff out there, not just because we want to see what becomes of it, but also, I think, because we're we want to do more. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think secretly everyone involved in a critically accursed podcast <laughs> would like to see Horizon take off to some degree so that we could do other projects. And not even necessarily podcasting, but streaming, interacting with the community on Discord, maybe returning to the occasional YouTube video. I don't know, but it, it's opening a door to connecting with a bunch of people with an audience that I don't think any of us really thought was possible until we really decided to take that first step. For me, Chris, <laughs> in particular, the, this whole experience caters to an aspect of my life that I've not been able to escape from, <laughs> uh, that's upsettingly not super productive in a real sense but that has been a core component of who I am since I was a child, and that is storytelling. <laughs> it's I, I say storytelling a lot. It, it's constructing a story. It's telling a tale. It's uh, <laughs> weaving words and characters together. <laughs> Background, for those who care. My inspirations for getting into all of this uh, started when I was young. When I was a kid, I would... Uh, I was big into uh, video games, <laughs> as I'm sure many of you were. But I was big into video games as a kid, and I also played a lot with like action figures and <laughs> cool kid stuff like that. But when I was playing with my action figures, I was always crafting stories to go with the games. You know, it wasn't just like Cyclops from the X-Men beating up Donatello the Ninja Turtle or something. There was a plot, a narrative involved all the time when I was playing with uh, toys and I gave each toy its own character and personality and basically just, <laughs> I don't know, uh, wove together narratives for myself on my bedroom floor playing with my little plastic action figures. And it was great. And <laughs> it was dope. I'd do it again. I'd do it right now if I could. But also when I was a kid, my parents would play old Dungeons and Dragons, they'd, you know, meet up regularly with their friends and they'd all be playing D&D &D in the living room. So I got to watch them play and I got to read a lot of the old D&D &D books. I think one of the first um, instances that I remember of when it was like, oh, storytelling, 
is something that I'm going to do, is something that I'm always going to do, was I remember being a kid and talking to my mom about D&D. And, you know, I was young and didn't fully understand the rules or anything, but I, I was interested in it. I was interested in what they were doing. And my mom was telling me about this great and epic campaign that my dad was spending a lot of time working on. He was building this large and overarching story. And I think what fascinated me, or one of the things that fascinated me the most about that was she was telling me about her character and her character's place in the story. So what my dad was doing, the story he designed took everyone's individual character. It set them up with a backstory that they'd sit down and play out in a one-on-one -on -one session. And that backstory would give each, each player's character an individual plot or storyline of their own that defines their character. Um, that gives their characters something unique and special, and also their own baggage to bring into the overarching plot as a whole. So my mom was playing, I think she was playing some sort of uh, warrior-based class or something like that, and her village was burnt down, and a whole bunch of uh, tragedy and uh, terrible things happened that uh, her, her character came out of it with, like... Um, a barbarian rage, essentially. She, she was one of those vicious, angry fighters. And that was the special thing about her character. But everyone else at the table would have their own lead-in plots, different from the others, that would define their character and give them something special. And I always thought that was cool. I always thought that the idea of a whole bunch of characters coming together from completely different backgrounds for completely different reasons, each character unique in and of their own right, joining forces to tackle a larger meta plot while still dealing with their personal stuff and then growing together as a group. I always thought that was a wonderful like foundation or structure for a storyline. And that, that sat with me for uh, pro pretty much my whole life. Uh, several of the games that I run, I think, take on that sort of premise, and you are going to see that sort of premise in Horizon. My parents didn't play D&D for, like, too, too long. Um, they stopped when I was still young. But uh, uh, my, my dad was big into it. And he was big into, like, reading fantasy stories. He would read before bed pretty much every night. And he had this huge collection of <laughs> uh, fantasy novels that he'd read through. And now, later in life, um, especially with my dad having passed within the last few years storytelling in and out of tabletop games has been a way for me to feel a little bit connected to that aspect of my dad. He and I, um, we didn't have a lot of common interests growing up. Um, in my, my dad was an outdoorsman. He liked hunting. He liked fishing. <laughs> and uh, I, I never got into either of those things. And I think especially when I was young, there was a lot of um, maybe distance between the two of us because of that. There, there wasn't a lot for us to, to share or bond over. And we, we got along perfectly well throughout my life. Um, I have always and still do re respect who he, uh, who he is, who he was. But I don't know if he ever realized the, the impact of 
how he took to storytelling, what he did with his interest in D&D and with game design, for even from what little I know about it, how that impacted me, and how much we did have in common in terms of our enjoyments of stories. <laughs> um, in a lot of ways, what I'm doing with a Critically Accursed podcast, with doing this actual play, is um, helping to actualize that sort of connection to my dad <laughs> for a lot of reasons growing up I always found that movies, television video games, anything that told a good story was a great way to pull back from my life and focus on something different for a while, get invested in something that weren't, that's not my own troubles and for a good part of my youth that was, I think, that was what helped a lot in terms of getting by. <laughs> you know, I didn't suffer any great traumas or anything, but, but I had a lot of anxiety growing up. And being able to take a step back and just get fully invested into a different story, it helped. That's kind of what I also want to offer, is something different, just I know there's a ton of people that do actual play podcasts. Everyone with a microphone can do a podcast these days. Why should you listen to ours? That, that's up for you to decide. <laughs> but what I tell myself is that by us releasing this, by us releasing a Critically Accursed podcast, we are giving another option to people in the world to take a step back from their lives, to enjoy something, to get invested in something different. And if that's not our table, if that's not our dynamic, if that's not our podcast, totally fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind at all. You should still totally like try to hang out with me somehow. But if that is our podcast, if there is something you find valuable here, whether it's how our table interacts, how us as friends interact with each other, or if it's the story that we're telling, or if it's just like the game that we're running the, the mechanics you're interested in masks you're interested in powered by the apocalypse if at least one of those resonates with you if we are able to provide you anything that's worth you sitting down for an hour hour and a half once a week that's amazing <laughs> it's amazing incredible and it's hard for me to believe that people would donate their time to sincerely enjoy something that I've helped produce. I hope you find something cool here. <laughs> I hope we're able to give you something. I don't know what that something is. All I know is we're here to offer a spot at our table. We welcome you to listen in, and I want you to know that you are welcome here to enjoy a stupid little game of teenage superheroes in the future with us and if this is a ride you really <laughs> start to like or want to take you don't need to settle for just listening come hang out with us talk to us let me know that what i'm doing here isn't just being thrown out into the void and that will make a world of difference so stay tuned our first issue of Horizon releases January 5th, 2021, 
in the meantime or after you listen to our first issue feel free to follow us for news over on twitter if you really like what we're doing if you really like who we are join our discord and come say hi (laughs) we're always looking for new friends for people to talk to i think i've spoken for long enough today and if you've listened to all of this then wow are you patient because i've talked a lot a lot more than i wanted to this is chris your dm slash gm slash host slash editor of a critically accursed podcast let's roll some dice tell some stories and maybe make a few new friends See you guys next time.